So Elise, it's so wonderful that you brought up how, you know, you enjoy drinking a different hot coffees and hot chocolates and ciders and everything else, because we have an announcement to share with all of our listeners. As we go into this new fall season, you could also be able to have an extra little piece of full-time Black woman with you. We will be dropping our mugs on our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com so these mugs have so many meanings to them sayings and something just to brighten up your day to know that you know that you're a part of a bigger community outside of yourself our full-time black woman mugs you can see with logos we have black mugs we have white mugs we have some ones that you could use if you are still working virtually um, or you could use it while uh, you're at home one side of it may say something pleasant but on the other side Side, only the side you can see <laughs> will give you a nice little chuckle to get through that three, four hour training that you got to sit through with all the people you can't stand uh, in person or virtually. So you can even have a mug that you can buy for a loved one. We have a mug that I love a full time black woman. That could be something that you could have for your husband or to your kids who are at college or whoever. Just make sure that you stop by on our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to check out our new mugs. We will also be putting them up on our social medias. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at fulltimeblackwoman as well as Facebook and on Twitter at ftblackwoman. I ain't got nothing to add to that. She ain't said it all. As far as I'm concerned, that was a mic drop moment. Just go ahead <laughs> and, and get these get these mugs. Get into this. Get into this. Because the holiday season is coming. But then again, that's what health insurance is. You know what Chris Rock said. He was like, health insurance is in case shit happens. Yeah. You know. But if nothing happens, you get my money back? No. no you don't. Exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul. So you know what we're talking about today, Elise. Yes. It's the continuation episode. Open enrollment. 101, a.k.a. 102. Yeah. Part two, part two, part two. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we are picking up from the last episode. If you are unfamiliar, we talked about some common definitions, went through a whole glossary of terms related to health insurance. So if you are confused by your benefits or anything, go check that episode out first. And then you can come right back here where we'll get into going into plans and benefits and things like that. But we wanted to do this episode as a continuation because right about now you are probably being accosted to select your annual health benefits and things at work. And There's often a lot of confusion, a lot of stress around Mm -hmm. that. So we want to be here for you to make sure that you can at least learn the basics to make the best decision possible. So, yeah, because our health is wealth, people. It is. And to make sure we stay on top of that. And it's, first of all, an excellent blessing to have coverage in the first place yes. you know, a lot of people don't have it but if you do not have an employee sponsor plan then you can always look at other uh federal government plans you yes. know uh, medicare or medicaid wherever you fall in um but the most important thing is understanding it when you are paying for it mm-hmm. <laughs> really makes a huge difference and whether or not you're going to be helping yourself or hurting yourself throughout the year for 
you or your family. Yes, 1000%. So before we get into all the things to get into, let's take this quick commercial break and we will be right back. You know what, Isha? You know what's getting old? What? This me? pandemic. Please don't say it's me. I was going <laughs> oh, say this okay. pandemic. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, you are not getting old. You are not. You are not. You look great. You look fantastic. Ooh. So I wouldn't even, I ain't even worried. Um, but yeah, this <laughs> pandemic and social distancing and all these things, it is great for us all to be socially distanced. But man, I'm all sick of being in this house. However, you know what's not getting old? Using this Instacart. What? Using this Instacart. That will never you get better old. use it. <laughs> yeah, you better use the Instacart because with Instacart, not only can you save money, but you ain't got to leave the house to get your food delivered to you. Look, during this pandemic, they talk about people did that pandemic team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did a little bit something like that, a little bit more, but then again, I did have a human being inside me. There you go. But <laughs> when you at home and you are just stuck in one spot and you're not really going out and about, it's easy to go ahead and be snacking on a t- on 10. All right. And if you want to have something good to snack on, go ahead and just use that link that we have in our show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. With this link, you will be able to get a, a free delivery for your first order over $35. And believe me, with inflation right now, you ain't about to be buying hardly nothing and you're going to get that free delivery. Right. So, you know, it's football season too. So you need all of the, the snacks, all of the chips, all of the chicken, get you some some eggs so you can make deviled eggs if you like that kind of thing. Look, you know, and they don't break your eggs. They, too. Sure they don't, don't break your eggs. They, are they shop just like you would shop for yourself. That's right. So you can get your little carrots and celery sticks and have your little buffalo wings and things. And you can get all of that, all of your favorites on a single order. All the products you love from your local stores, everything hand selected by the shoppers, taken with great care, taken with great seriousness because your order is like their order. They make it right for you. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let them know that we sent you. Click the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to get your free delivery on your first order over $35. Yeah, when you use our link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash, you're helping out our show, but most importantly, you're helping out yourself by getting something fresh and something good for your tummy. <laughs> okay, we're back. So before we get into these different types of plan options, we're just going to have a quick review over the stats for that ass that we did last week. So it turns out health insurance is kind of tricky for most. Poly Policy Genius surveyed 2,000 Americans who actually found that 96% of Americans overestimate their understanding of health insurance concepts. So if you think I have no idea how health insurance works, it's just something that it takes out of my comes out of my check every two weeks. And then when I go to the doctor, I used to give them a little card. That's it. Well, that's fine. You are a good company. You are not one of few. You're one of many. That's why we wanted to go over this to give you all just a better understanding of how health insurance works and not only how health insurance works, what it actually means. But before we go into that, disclaimer, disclaimer, (laughs) disclaimer, we are not giving you personal advice of what to choose, how to choose, or how to pay. We're not giving you any advice at all. We're just giving you the information so you can have a better understanding of how your health insurance and plans work. That is it. 
So don't try to come for us. Right. <laughs> exactly. One thousand percent. So let's get into the benefits, the nitty gritty um, of what your provider may be offering you or what your employer, excuse me, may be offering you. So mm. um, once you have gone into, I guess, the back office of your uh, intrawebs or whatever at your employer and you are met with a big list of benefits and plans and ideas. All up in your face. All in, all your, up face. in your face. Like, what you want? You want? Choose right. it now. Now. You better hurry up. You better hurry up. You ain't gonna have nothing. You better get while the getting is good. That's how yes. I feel. That's, That's really how, how I feel. That is. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. So once you get there, just take a deep breath, calm down. Mm-hmm. Here are some of the things you might see. You may see something that says HMO. Now, what is that? That stands for Health Maintenance Organization. And it's an organization that requires people who elect this benefit to select a primary care physician. That basically means that you have a doctor who is um, sort of in charge of your wellness. They're the ones that you go to should you have any issues pop up. Um, to do, they were the ones you'll go to to do your annual physical. If you have something like of an emergency going on, they're the ones that you follow up with afterwards. This is the person that um, is in charge of your treatment and care, basically. So mm-hmm. you will pick a PCP with an ex- an established provider network. And they'll kind of coordinate things for you. So should you need to go to a specialist of some sort, they'll be the ones that'll give you the referral to go there. Should you need to, you know, go to a cardiologist, these are all specialists, go to a cardiologist or an endocrinologist or something like that. They can direct you to the one in network that they have connections with to help you get the care that you need. Basically, when you have an HMO, if you decide you're not going to go with who you who your PCP tells you to go with, you want to go rogue. This means you on your own. <laughs> you have no help whatsoever. What benefits you have don't apply. You're gonna have to come all out of pocket. This is all your expense now because you went rogue and decided to color outside the lines. So so basically you did a John Wick. There you go. You, you did know, a John you Wick. You went against the organization. Yes, you went against the organization <laughs> and now they're coming after you. Yes, that was excellent. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There is no safe ground for you other than stay your ass in your network. That's okay. it. That's stay it. your ass in your network lane. Point right. blank. That's what the HMO is. You ain't got no other options. This it. Right. This it. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what the HMO tells you. That's what it is. Now, <laughs> the next plan option is a PPO. I'm pretty sure you all have heard the word PPO, but what does it stand for? It stands for Preferred Provider Organization. So the difference between a PPO and an HMO, HMO, you only have a set of in-network providers. PPO, you have the option of going in-network or going out of network. Now, why would you choose to do one or the other? Well, if you stay in-network, then you'll get discounted rates that are provided by your carrier or your insurance company. If you go out of network, that's on you. Okay, you got to pay everything, the difference out of pocket, out of your freaking money that you work for every two weeks. So you get a broader a broader range of um, providers through a PPO versus the HMO, but it makes sense to stay within that same in-network that you have for the HMO. Uh, HMO and PPO have the same providers, right? 
I've, <laughs> right. <laughs> I've, the only I've, difference is it got out of network. I think so. I think so. But I think there are some. I feel like there's more providers in PPO than there are in HMO. I think that's mm. the case. Okay. Because I think right. some well, places yeah. don't ex- accept HMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably get paid a higher rate. Yeah. That's probably what it is. All right. So PPO covers your visits at a higher rate and um, in network, as I mentioned before, versus out of network. And if you require regular visits to your physicians or specialists outside of your plan, you have the options of that too. But that's on you. You have two lanes versus HMO got that one. You got mm-hmm. two, but one, you're going to have to carry the brunt of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you have the option to pick who you want to pick. For your specialists, mm-hmm. as opposed to having your PCP pick them for you. So you yeah. have a little bit more leeway to to pick providers. Like if if you I know both Isha and I have done this or tried to do this where we look for a black woman doctor in some areas mm-hmm. um, or a black woman OB or whatever the case may be. You have the leeway to be able to pick that as opposed to with an HMO. Um, your PCP just saying, yep, you got to go to Jeff at Mercy Hospital. 103 Main Street. That's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and also with the difference between HMO and PPO, as Elise mentioned, another word you could use for the uh, PCP that you choose is the gatekeeper. Yes, that's it. <laughs> they choose your medical and healthcare fate mm-hmm. versus a PC. I mean, a PPO, you could just go ahead and call a specialist directly. If I need to go see a cardiologist, I could just reach out to the cardiologist. I don't have to get a referral mm-hmm. from my PCP yep. and everything else. But that's the difference between a health maintenance organization and preferred provider organization or HMO versus PPO. Boom. So the next um, benefit that you could have the option of selecting is a HSA or a health savings account. If you're insured under a plan with a high deductible, you may be able to get an HSA account. There are different uh, federal IRS mandates that determine if a plan qualifies for HSA that your employer has to follow, they will know that. And more than likely, your high deductible plan will be designated as HSA qualified or not. Like you'll see that in your benefits. Um, But once once your benefit plan is determined to be HSA qualified, you are allowed to have an account. You can pick an HSA account that will allow you to put money in for your medical expense rainy day. So Mm -hmm. whenever you want to go to the doctor, instead of pulling out your regular debit card that's attached to Wells Fargo Bank or Bank of America or whoever, you can pull out your HSA card, which is attached to a health savings account with money in it that you put in every two weeks from your bank, from your, excuse me, from your uh, paycheck that is specifically for medical services and medical uh, expenses. So if you go to the doctor's office and you have a $15 copay, you can pull out your HSA account card and pay that $15 copay from your HSA account. And the beauty of this is that this is 
money already set set aside, the money from your HSAs used for medical expenses are non-taxable. So that's a plus. And um, if it's keeping like your, your medical fund money and your money for everything else in your life, expenses and mortgage and eating and everything else separate. So it's a, a nice account to have. Um, there are a lot of benefits to having an HSA account, especially around taxes. Um, there are limits to how much you can contribute to it. Again, that's set by the IRS. Uh, but it's beautiful because you can use it for such things as, like I said, your co-pays, co-insurance, any out-of-pocket payments and things like that. You can use it for uh, band-aids and for birth control, control, condoms, all those types of things. Anything you got to do something with your health, Tylenol, like um, tampons and stuff too. Did they, did they change that? Did I make that up? I want to say I have saw that somewhere, but um, I could be wrong. It yeah, might have been tampons so- are HSA eligible. Hey. Right. Mm-hmm. HSA and FSA. Perfect. Eligible. Wow. Yep. So that is the beauty of HSA. You can use it to pay for medically necessary things, um, whether it be expenses or actual products or actual um, care items. So if you need to get crutches, you can pay for those too. Things like that. Well, with also with the HSA, which I've had like my entire corporate America career, is it's transferable. Mm. So if you start a HSA at one job and you leave there to go to another, you can yes, your account, the HSA goes with you. Yes. It's not one of those use it or lose it situations, which we're gonna go over a couple that are mm-hmm. um that stays with the employer. It is actually your account. That's so the HSA point to make i'm still using hsa money from like two jobs ago me too you know on health benefits that i'm doing today so mm-hmm. that's why i like the hsa yes i i definitely agree with that 1000 percent. Mm-hmm. so another option when it comes to a fund is an hra so the hra stands for health reimbursement arrangements so the hsa and the hra you're like what what's the difference R to S. It's a huge difference. The <laughs> HRA, I mean, that's, well, I remember when I first came across health insurance, I was like, so you basically tell me you got the same thing and just with a different letter in the middle. Like, what right. is the big difference? They both H is something. Yeah. So the HRA is also a savings account, but, and it's used also for medical expenses, as Elise mentioned before, as the HSA. The only thing with the HRA is that it stays with the employer that you started an account with. Mm-hmm. So if I start a job at company A, and I leave company A to go work at company B, my HRA stays at company A versus my HSA. If I started at company A and I leave to go company B, my HSA comes with me. It's my money. It's my savings account. So it's something that's maintained by your employer on your behalf mm-hmm. is what the HRA is. Yeah. So if and when HR funds are dispersed, you are required to declare the amount on your tax return, as Elise mentioned for HSA, as well as when it comes to the HRA, it is entirely up to your employer. So your employer is the one responsible for establishing the fund's contribution limit versus the HSA that has IRS uh, limitations on how much you can apply in it because it's non-taxable. So 
you actually let me stop. I'm, I ain't gonna tell you how to do nothing to get you in trouble. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> let me stop right there. <laughs> and also with the um, HRA, your employer could reduce your salary in order to contribute to your HRA. Mm-hmm. So people who are self-employed, you cannot obtain an HRA. It only has to be provided by an employer. Yeah, it's employer-based savings account. So the HRA, you may get more money from your employer contributing towards your HRA versus your HSA, but that's their money. Yeah. You don't get to just take that with you if you decide to do something else. And those have you ever had an HRA? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like while you were talking about it, I was like, I think I had one of those at one point. Um, really? Yeah. And I want to say don't I don't think that that's a use it or lose it situation too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then I got what? rid of it. FSA is a use it or lose it annually. Right. HRA is use it or lose it while you're with the employer. Why, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I got rid of it because I wanted to, um, I wanted Keep my money. money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wanted my money. Like, hold I was like, up. wait a second. <laughs> you mean mm-hmm. I don't get this? So, right. yeah. I remember reading up there, like, what? Because when I first started, I didn't know the difference, girl. I had an HSA and an FSA mm-hmm. at the same time, didn't know it, <laughs> didn't understand it. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, they shouldn't even sign me up for FSA because, I'm sorry, we're going too far into these. Can we be having explained what an FSA is? Go ahead. (laughs) Drop that knowledge, Lee. Boom. Okay. So an FSA is a flexible spending account. An FSA is similar to the HRA in that both are tax advantage savings accounts established by your employer. So you can't just automatically set up an FSA on your own. While you could do that for HSA, you can't do that for FSA. So um, your FSA um, is a little bit different in that with your FSA, you, not your employer, technically owns it. So you technically own the money that is in that account um, and can make regular contributions via your paycheck deductions and things like that. Um, contributions to an FSA are not taxable and there are limits and things that are set up either by, I think by IRS as well for these types of things. So for FSAs, you can generally use the money in those accounts um, for a wider range of medical benefits and products and services and things than you can for um, HSA or HRA funds and medications and whatnot. But um, I, have you ever had a flexible spending account? I know I've had one. Mm-hmm. You just said that. Then you, we, we, we yeah, got Casperish a little early. <laughs> yeah, we did. But um, go ahead. I was going to, I asked you a question. Didn't even let you like speak on it. Oh, no, I answered. I said, yeah, I've had a FSA before. Oh, okay. I didn't know why I had it. And yeah. so I understood I didn't need it because I had an HSA at the time. Yeah. And I ended up just using it for the same thing I was using it for my HSA. I think actually because I found out that I had to use it before December 31st at the end of the playing year mm-hmm. in order to uh, 
get the benefit that I've been applying to, mm-hmm. you know, and my employer has been contributing towards. I just bought like three pairs of sunglasses. I mean, three pairs of glasses. glasses. I think I got a, uh, some prescription glasses and yeah. then, I mean, prescription sunglasses and then two pairs of just regular glasses. I was like, I'm about to lose this. This is right. a part of my benefit. Exactly. And that's one of the major things about an FSA that some people don't like. FSAs are typically a use it or lose it situation where mm-hmm. the funds disappear if you do not use them by the next plan year, by the time your benefits but come you know, back around. Mm-hmm. With the FSA, when it means like a wider range of expenses and stuff like that, I know employees are allowed to use their FSA towards child care. So daycare. Yes. So the FSA is use it or lose it. And as Isha so eloquently mentioned, it can be expanded to include dependent care and the beautiful thing that probably should not have just been a response to the pandemic, but should be mm-hmm. regular is that the government had increased the dependent care limit to basically be about double for 2021. Mm-hmm. So thanks to the pandemic for that. However, that's still pretty regular sounding because childcare is expensive. Yes, it is. So that's FSAs, guys. I mean, HSAs, HRAs, FSAs. Oh, my. I can definitely understand how this is confusing because I'm confused right now. I'm just as we and we have a. We are giving you definitions once again. For these plans and from our experiences. Mm -hmm. So like Isha mentioned in the beginning, this is the disclaimer. We are not telling you what to do, how to do it uh, or whatever. We just trying to give you some information. Hopefully it makes sense. Hopefully you have picked out some things that resonate with you all that helps to make your decisions. But as far as HSAs, HRAs, FSAs goes, just know HSAs can go with you. And they usually accompany a high deductible plan and there are some tax related things involved. The HRA does not go with you. That is the employer money. And um, sometimes because they're paying the money, they can reduce your salary in order to pay it. So just know Mm -hmm. there's some stipulations with that. And then with the FSA, That is your contribution because I believe the HSA employers might contribute a certain amount and you can contribute Mm -hmm. a certain amount. So FSAs is just combined. Right. FSAs is just all you. That's that's whatever you want to do with it. That's what you do with your contributions that you get taken out of your check. There are some tax things involved here as well. So you can read up on that within the intranets of your company to understand more. But personally, my favorite Casperish. Well, we go get into that. Well, we get into Casperish after this commercial break. Boom. I like that. <laughs> At least guess what I was just laughing about. What? I mean, you know, there's a lot of things going on in this tent at once. But one thing I was cracking up about is the fact that we actually did it. We actually started a podcast. I know. That is some crazy mess. It went from just a random conversation to an actual thing. 
Exactly. Thing. And we are about to publish our 100th episode, but we couldn't have done that without Buzzsprout. I mean, without Buzzsprout, I'm pretty sure this role would have been a very difficult one. But because we had Buzzsprout, we were able to not only get the things that we needed to get ourselves started, but also to get our show listed on every major podcast platform. So people like you, our listeners, could be a part of our lives, whether you like it or not. Absolutely. Whether you came from Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever the place may be, you hear our voices and our message and we love it the great thing about Buzzsprout is they are always there for you you will get a great looking podcast website audio players you can put into your own website and detail analytics so you can see where all of your listeners are because we see y'all we know where y'all at at least the state we don't know where your house is at and we don't want to visit neither because you know distance but um, (laughs) but yes get yourself a spot on Buzzsprout and when you do let them know that we sent you by clicking on the link in the show notes fulltimeblackwomen.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash and you will get a $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan yes believe me podcasting really isn't hard when you have the great partners such as Buzzsprout we like Elise said it went from a conversation a thought a conversation and all of a sudden look at us I can't believe it is really truly something that we needed in our lives and if you yourself were looking for something just to get that message out to the world go ahead start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space and make sure that you yourself become a partner with Buzzsprout and go ahead and click on that link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash join us come on unless you want me to find where you live I'm joking (laughs) am I but go ahead fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash we'll be waiting we'll find you <laughs> hi guys we're back uh, it is time to get hashtag Casperish and let you all know the ins and outs of what we are thinking about the topic at hand give you a little something transparent a little something personal in relation to what we're talking about so Hashtag Casperish Isha. Uh, what is your level of understanding when it comes to health insurance? Was it high, low, in between? First started to now? Oh, did not know a thing when I first started working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like health insurance was so foreign to me. It was something that was so adult. Even though I was an adult at the time, mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about it before because of my mom's plan throughout college. Right. So to finally become an adult, I'm like, huh? I got to choose this stuff. Mom, can you tell me what, what what's my, um, yep. like, like what's, yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not knowing anything at all. So, um, I would have to say I had no understanding of health insurance. Like, do I, it, it, I have a way better understanding, but I'm telling you, it's a shell game. It One is. minute you think, you know, it, and all of a sudden they switch it up on you or something, some little back door that you didn't mm-hmm. know that they could take in order something to happen. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's what health insurance is. You know what Chris Rock said? He was like, health insurance is a case shit happens. Yeah. You know, but if nothing happens, do I get my money back? No, nope, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> it's just cover you just in case there is something catastrophic that comes about. Mm-hmm. Um, but now my understanding is better. Um, personally, when it comes to health insurance, I tend to think of what possibly could happen that year, you know, mm-hmm. that following year. Like, for example, when it comes to 
when I was single, I got the cheapest thing available. I could care less. Yep. You know, I was young and my mind, I was healthy and thank God I was at the yeah. time. So I didn't have many medical situations or scares to worry about versus now I'm an adult. <laughs> I mean, I've always been an adult, but now, you know, I'm married with yeah. children. I have to think about what's the benefit of our entire family, you right. know, like, or if we're doing family planning, like, do I expect to have a baby that year? And if I have a baby, how much of that money am I going to put aside mm-hmm. and my fund to cover the many doctor appointments that you have to go through when you're pregnant? You know, the uh, pre, the prenatal, the postnatal care, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm postpartum care and stuff like that. So that's one thing that comes in when it comes to making your decision. Do you anticipate something happening when it comes to your family? Like, is there a surgery that's been looming? Is yes. it something that's continued been postponed because of the pandemic that you couldn't necessarily get in place, but now you're put on the calendar for January, 2022. Mm-hmm. Like you have to think about those things. The higher you pay up front, the lower you have to pay throughout the playing year. Yeah. Now the lower you pay up front, the higher you're gonna have to pay, but that's gonna be the brunt of you. Mm-hmm. So you're paying based on what type of coverage do I need today versus what I may need tomorrow. Yeah. So my understanding has gotten better, but girls been some it's been some um trip ups and you know some hard learning when mm-hmm. it comes to like, what you mean I gotta pay this out of pocket. Right. Oh you gonna keep me hostage in this motherfucker. <laughs> you know so like <laughs> you gotta pay I'm sorry, do you have the money for this today? You ain't even gonna send me a bill. You just gonna right. tell me today how much I gotta pay? Like what the hell? But when you slap down that carb, like, here, put it on my account, bitch. Right. Ooh, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to call him that, but he deserved it. It's like, right. no, but that's how it feels. Like, yes, it like the health insurance is like a black card. Like, it here, is. Put it on my health insurance, boo. Mm-hmm. What about you, Elise? What is your level of understanding when it comes to health insurance then versus now? Okay. So when I first started, I knew nothing. Like you said, I was on my parents' plan, happy and like oblivious to the whole situation. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I got benefits. And then when it came right. time <laughs> for me to pick my own, I picked up the phone so fast and called my mom <laughs> and my dad. Like, I don't know what any of this is. What I'm reading doesn't make any sense to me. What do y'all have? And uh, I also asked my friends who came in and was working with me at that job. I was like, so I don't know what any of this says. You don't mm-hmm. either? Okay, let's work it out together. What are you uh-huh. thinking? Here's what I'm thinking. Hopefully we can make we can make some decisions together. Cause we were uh-huh. young, single, no kids, right out of college, same situation. So it was like, for me, it was all about the cost. I don't want mm-hmm. anything out of my check. <laughs> I want my whole check. I can't negotiate the taxes. I can't mm-hmm. negotiate um like all the those other things that come out for the state and the county and the, the city and all Everything, the things. Man. I can't negotiate. Everybody got their hand in your pocket. Right. I, I want my hand in my pocket. I don't want nobody. Mm-hmm. It's crowded. I don't want nobody else in there that I don't have mm-hmm. to have. So when I was young, yes, the cheapest plan was my plan. Didn't care what it right. was. Knew nothing <laughs> about it. I would ask my mom and my dad and my friends and that still ended up picking the cheapest plan. Now that I'm uh, older and I have things to consider, I'm not Mm -hmm. still single, not married, no kids, which is fine. But I'm not just looking for the cheapest plan now. Now I have to consider I am getting older. um, I am looking at my benefits. Look at the benefits. Like, don't just pick it by the price. Don't just pick it by the um 
the like how much is coming out of your account or whether it's HMO or PPO or whatever. Look at the actual benefits. What mm-hmm. is it like Isha mentioned? Like you mentioned, Isha, like what are you going to have? What do you anticipate having done that year? What have you put off that you want to get done? Um, mm-hmm. For me, I look at if I just plan to be regular that year, heaven forbid something happened. If I'm just being like regular uh, OB, regular annual visits and things like that, mm-hmm. I don't, then I set aside what I want to set aside for those things in my HSA. I set my contributions by that. And uh, I pick the the high deductible health plan because usually it's a bit cheaper, but it's yeah. a PPO most often. And I'll have decent looking benefits based on my employer and what they usually offer. If Mm -hmm. I think there was a year at one point where I was in a relationship and I thought I was going to go down the family planning route. And so Mm -hmm. I did my contributions to, I think I had a a FSA at that point. So I did my contributions to my FSA accordingly. And I looked for a benefit plan that had better benefits when it came to like maternity and Mm -hmm. fertility and all the things I wanted just all the things in case of anything I wanted to get Mm -hmm. all the tests you know what I mean because I'm I was older um what is the window like 30 35 I wasn't 35 35 after 35 you because you are considered to be geriatric right so. I found that out with my last baby I was geriatric I was Aww. like what did that note say and it's like oh it's just a geriatric practice I was like, oh. so I'm Jerry yeah over 35 I know it's like the worst thing ever and I could call someone but you are oh, oh <laughs> thank <Thanks>. you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. But yeah. Yeah. So at that time I wasn't geriatric, but I was I was in the window right before that mm-hmm. still requires some extra thought. So I wanted to make sure I had all the tests and I wanted a plan that made that easy for me. So look at the mm-hmm. benefits. If it's if look at the deductible, look at the co-pays, the co-insurance, what they cover, what they don't cover, because that will help you make a decision. So mm-hmm. especially for professional, and you can always make adjustments yes. to your HSA too throughout yes. the year. So it's not like a one and done. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Yes. You have to keep this for the next 12 months. Like, no, you can make adjustments whenever you are, um, whenever you feel uh, you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> you can make adjustments. You can make adjustments throughout the year to your accounts as well. Just not your benefits. Right. But, the HSA, the HRA, the FSA, stuff like that. Yes, yes. But we just want to make sure you have the best education or some understanding. Cause a lot of this stuff, you could Google it. Yeah. Just like we did. Yeah. You could Google this stuff. But sometimes it's easier just to hear someone talk about it, their experience or whatever, to give you a better understanding of it. And it's a lot of stuff that we could look up, but we choose not to do because we got other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but hopefully while you're listening to this, you yourself, as Elise mentioned, maybe going through having to choose your benefits and your open enrollment is coming up. So hopefully this information gives you just a little bit more of a oomph, a little bit more of a confidence when it comes to that situation. And maybe it, we can uh, have helped you change your mind or what benefits you have done year over year over year and now you have a better understanding for listening to this episode if so go ahead send us an email if so at contact at fulltimeblackwomen.com 
Go ahead and send us a message on Instagram or Facebook at Full Time Black Woman or on Twitter at FT Black Woman. And also make sure you rate and review our podcast wherever you are listening to us. We really do appreciate it. We read each and every one of them. And we just appreciate you all just for listening right now. So if you're if you're thinking about, oh my goodness, this would be beneficial for someone that I know, then go ahead. Send a recommendation for them to listen to our podcast wherever. We truly, truly do appreciate all of you. And we hope this information was helpful, get you to where you need to be when it comes to your benefits. Because we need you to be healthy, sis. Yes. Okay? Mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. And financially. That's right. We're trying to make us all better. Yes. So with that... That brings us to the end of another episode. We hope that you got as much as you could get from this. And remember, we are here for you full time from coffee to wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Pause oh, We about to show some pause Someone that y'all should check out Parlor Ooh, we about to give some Parlor Oh, we about to get some Parlor Oh, oh. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. My bad, Elise. My bad. That's all right, we here. We, we in here. Uh, uh, all right, let, let's go. <laughs> this month's pod love goes to wake up and show up with Portia Scott. So, Elise, I'm about to say, you remember Portia. We met her at the Pie Fest of 2020, one of the last events before the world shut down. Absolutely, yes. It was like right before the world shut down. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Portia's podcast, Wake Up and Show Up, is a breath of fresh air. You know, like, it is one of those things where you definitely need it. Maybe if you're in a rut and you're not sure what direction you want to go to, and maybe you're not looking to find something that is going to add to that negativity or, you know, add to the thoughts in your mind. You want to have something positive. You need to look and listen to Wake Up and Show Up with Portia Scott, because that's what her show is all about. Like, she wants to talk about how uh, she speaks about how her uh, interviews they are very empowering. Um, also, she wants to make sure that people realize that you have to be intentional with your actions. And in order to be intentional with your actions, maybe listen to people who have gone through something that you have gone through or just people who are going through something that you may be going through eventually. So it is very important for us to listen to positive things because we can't listen to that media too much. Mm -hmm. When it gets to the point, it just starts to take over your life and make you feel down. If you want to have something uplifting, listen to us and listen to Wake Up and Show Up by Portia Scott. Absolutely. I loved listening to a couple of her episodes um, while I was walking a little bit ago before I stopped <laughs> before I stopped but that's okay because you're gonna recommit <laughs> I'm gonna recommit after you listen to yeah after you listen to a couple of Portia um po- a podcast episodes you're gonna recommit to something yes and it really was like you said a breath of fresh air it definitely um brought new perspective it gave me like r- renewed energy you know what I mean like sometimes those positive messages uh sound cliche from some people but like this one really had substance it had the it had feeling behind it that made you and made me 
listening feel like, okay, okay, I could do this. I could do this. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. So I definitely agree. Add uh, Wake Up and Show Up to your list. And if you have any podcasts that you would like to suggest, recommend to us uh, that we listen to or add to our pod love list, feel free to email us contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com or slide into them DMs uh, at fulltimeblackwoman on Instagram and Facebook or ftblackwoman on Twitter. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman.